Deep within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister peaks of all time. A legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Legion on Zoom. As usual, I'm really trying to come up with something new. It's kind of tough. I'm Chez. <laughs> and I'm Miguel. I'm Rod. And this is going to be a special little trip we're going to go on because it's going to be our first two-parter. Uh, it's a very big topic because essentially we're going to go over our favorite movie stuff that we love and essentially we're about to paint with a very broad brush so welcome to the legion on zoom goes to the movies volume one Woo! all right first off as usual though we got to cover some shit that's going on in the news and whoever happened to get hbo max while you were in the lockdown whether you got it through hulu or just regular hbo or through one of their other five super repetitive and redundant apps all called hbo some shit um you now have a chance to get wonder woman 1984 when it comes out because aside from it going to theaters because i thought it was only going to go to hbo max it's actually going to go to both which is pretty impressive it's really considerate hell yes i i was very excited to hear that i was very very fucking excited because come on the movie's been fucking done for a while you know like come on now let, let's let's see it and we've seen um other 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 movies do that kind of stuff right like we with the disney did it with mulan and then they did it with uh not disney but i don't remember what who the company but with the bill and ted movie it's like let's, let's just come on let's just go digital Something that I thought was funny that I was seeing because, you know, was asking, obviously, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to go to the theaters or are you going to watch it on HBO Max? Like, obviously, if you have it, I'm one of those lucky ones, like Chess was mentioning. I'm going to fucking watch it on HBO Max. Like, I'm not I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm not. Well, for me, I'm not. I would love to see it in the theater for sure, but I'm not that excited about Wonder Woman. And if I'm already paying for fucking HBO Max, well, actually, correction, I'm not paying for HBO Max or whatever, but we have it anyway. But. Anyway, um, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'll watch it on HBO Max, man. Yeah, I get my HBO Max from AT&T. So if you're an AT&T subscriber, just check and see if you get free HBO Max. I'm Ooh. stoked, especially because it's coming out on Christmas, right? Yes. That's like a little gift for the fans. It's beginning to look a lot <laughs> like Christmas, right? Come on, man. It's getting the, the Christmas cheer. DC is blessing us with a gift in the oh, form yes. of Gal Gadot being... The ultimate superheroine, Wonder Hell Woman. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Bah humbug, because <laughs> I like every, <laughs> like many Americans out there who don't have AT and T. I got to work to pay for my damn HBO Max. <laughs> but uh, I am actually very, very surprised by that. I guess with like everything that's going on in the news, let's be honest, doesn't really look like things are getting better super quick. Uh, I guess a lot of the studios are just starting to turn that corner where it's like, hey, any money is better than no money. So why hold on to these movies? Why only put them in theaters anyway and be stubborn and get like a minimal profit when we could just get like a bigger piece of the pie, even though it won't be all the pie? 
Exactly, exactly. And oh, right. And Tenet, I think they're doing the same thing with Tenet, where it's coming out too. Yeah. Like, exactly. Because, like, what you said, exactly. Like, it doesn't look like, okay, the vaccine news is amazing, but that's going to take a while for it to yep. actually be implemented, for the immunity to be to a place where people can go out, like, completely, like, all cool and shit. And obviously, for us here in New York, like, things are getting worse. You know, we're going back to kind of like uh, uh, the start of shit. You know, schools are shutting down, infection rates keeps going up. Um, it doesn't look like, by December, we'll be at a place like, yeah, let's all go to the movies. No, like <laughs> no. probably not. So thank you, DC and Warner Brothers and HBO for, for doing this awesome gift. Exactly. That definitely does put me in the in the holiday spirit. You know what I'm calling it now? I just thought about this. So even with the oversaturation like of all the streaming services, right? I see this happening. So somehow AMC or like what's the other company? Um regal theaters or something like that they're gonna come together and make like a movie theater streaming app that <laughs> do you guys see where i'm going with this that somehow they're gonna get the rights it's gonna be like a pay-per-view theater app where like some crazy shit like that is gonna happen where like if theaters become obsolete that whole industry is not gonna go out of business they're gonna find a way to turn it into like a pay-per-view streaming service by getting the rights to stream only through there some shit's going to happen with that. Watch. I'm calling it now. Nah, man. I don't think that's going to happen because, like, all these big companies, like, these big mergers that we had not that long ago with AT&T and I don't know, what was it, like, with Warner Brothers, right? And, and, and no, because they own all these rights. They're not going to give it to movie theaters. They're not. They're not. Because those are the movie companies. Also, they need the money to pay for the rent for the places that they have and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I'm, I have no idea how the industry functions, but... It's not like how to pay for the employees, you know, that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. We're probably seeing the death of a lot of theaters, sadly. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to be free, right? Unlike Mulan, that you had to pay for it. Fuck that. I don't, I don't know. How's it going to be know. free? Isn't it like it was a stream, right, on the yeah. app? I, no. I haven't seen any news about you having to pay because exactly for on Disney Plus for Mulan, you have to pay an additional fee to watch it, you know, like almost like on demand kind of thing video, you know, but with um uh, uh the Wonder Woman, no, it sounds like it's just going to be up on HBO Max and fucking ready to watch as many times as you want. Well, I mean, technically still not free because HBO Max ain't cheap. Like, like you're still paying for it. No, nah, I know, but I, but what we're saying is, for example, for those oh, yeah, 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 those that you have Disney Plus who are paying for Disney Plus, if you want to watch Mulan, you gotta pay an additional twenty bucks or something to watch Mulan, which is like, what? Well, come on, man, like shit. Like I'm not, and something that's also just to mention that's I'm fucking excited about because apparently, also when this news came out, there's news that Marvel is considering doing something similar with Black Widow. So, oh my Ooh. god. See, it's going to be the start of a trend, man. It's going to be the start of a trend. Like, there, there is no choice. There is no choice. There's money on the table. The pile of cash is not a, as big as it used to be, but it has to get grabbed. Like, it's like there's, they've been pushed into a corner. And I think us, the fans, are kind of coming out victorious out of a shitty situation, at least as far as the entertainment corner goes. Agreed. Agreed. And speaking about wonder females uh there's actually a wonder girl show in production for the cw allegedly that's actually pretty interesting wasn't she part of the teen titans that's a very good question actually i didn't even know about this that would be cool i would like to watch that right but but there's it's a little bit confusing about there's a there's been 
different people who've taken on the moniker a wonder girl right like what i'm thinking about from like from from titans and we've seen it on the show uh, we have donna troy right and that that's who i think would be like wasn't she the og wonder girl but there's that's also right. another wonder girl that i have no idea about her history or anything like that like you guys rod chess you guys any no idea? neither do i but i think it's like a latin american version it's oh. not yeah so we're yeah like you said we already got the og wonder girl and titans um and i think spoiler alert like didn't she die or some shit at the i don't know anyway in, in the in the book you mean, the not in the two. show and at the end of season two with donna troy yeah didn't oh. she get killed by like a rampaging uh, uh connor kent spoiler alert people it's on <laughs> hbo max go watch it <laughs> You know what? I actually got to start watching all the Titans. I think I'm gonna start binging that tonight. Since it's I'm rewatching it, I think it, I think it's you know it's pretty good. Like the yeah, the quality tends to diminish after the second half of the season, but you know it's tolerable just to see them pull off a ton of iconic characters. You know, like Starfire, Nightwing, Deathstroke. Come on, you got to tune in just for that. And they're gonna have uh, Red Hood next season. And also, shout out to fucking hawking dove good lord like i've only seen snippets and snapshots of him on the show one thing about that show that i know even without having seen that much of it or barely any of it it's the production value on the costumes is ridiculous i'm in love with those hawking dove costumes for some reason i don't know what it is about them but those costumes in particular maybe because i never expected to see him off the page but good lord I know, I know, I agree, and I, I like the, uh, the, the, all the costumes, honestly, in Titans. That's one of the things that they fucking got that shit out of the park, man. That shit's fucking so good, and the Hawk and Dove, uh, obviously, like one of the, and then also just seeing them how badass they are in the fighting, it just looks fantastic. But so I did a quick research right now, so I know what you mean now exactly about the about the the this other um uh uh Wonder Girl. So so. In I think starting in January, DC's doing this big event that's gonna I think take two months or something. It's called Future State, where uh, all the books are. I think actually I think I think all the, all the books, at least all the main books, are gonna be set in the future. I don't know how far in the future, but in the future. And so all so it's gonna be legacy basically characters, different people taking on you know the role of Batman, Superman, you know Wonder Woman, and all these different characters um, uh, in the future. And for that. They've created, uh, uh, this is the character that they created for that, Wonder Girl, which is um, supposedly, uh, uh, her name is Yara Flor, and she's like a Brazilian version of, of, of Wonder Woman that's going to be in this future uh, event uh, that apparently she's uh, like the born of a, uh, she's born from an Amazonian warrior and a Brazilian river god. Damn. <laughs> Good Lord. Sounds epic. That's right? epic. I know that's crazy. So quite because we have the classic Donna Troy Wonder Girl, and then there was another one uh, I, I just found. There's Cassie San Sandsmark, which is who's the blonde Wonder Girl, right? Because yeah. Donna Troy's not blonde. Yeah, she's on Young Justice. Yeah, uh, season oh, three Wonder. dropping soon. Who kind of looks like season Star Girl. four? Sorry. Yeah. Who looks like what? Who kind of looks like Star Girl, just with a different costume? At least to me. <laughs> I do think so a little bit. Yeah. It's like this young blonde, like teen type of superhero. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're going to look the same. Yeah. So that's crazy that they're thinking already of creating a show for a character we haven't even seen. We haven't seen, you know, uh, at all, you know? Like, I like the concept just to think about the River God thing. Like, all right, that's pretty fucking dope. But it's like, okay, all right. I it's hope the, it's good. 
It's the age of woke. You're supposed to like a show before it's made. Damn. It's, it's what it's about now. It just comes out. You like it. That's it. But now I wonder, though, right? So since it's based on this character from the future, oh, shit. Is this going to be set in the future, too? And if it is, are we going to get some Batman Beyond shit? Because that would be fucking dope. Yo, that escalated yeah, there are rumors very quickly. <laughs> about that for HBO Max. What? I mean, no, I'm not gonna go too deep into it because I don't. I didn't see it from any like real source, but you know, HBO Max is trying oh to do everything. God. Word, like they're, a- they're they're what the DC Universe app was supposed to be. That's what they're gonna do with HBO Max, especially with this Wonder Woman movie. Kudos to them for doing that. Yo, I am down for all of this. I wonder what's like what happened with that behind the scenes. Is it like does WB own HBO or like it's HBO like? Was it just like a consolidation of content? Like, you get what I'm saying, right? Or is yeah, it like no, a partnership? I think it's because of the merger, because AT&T owns HBO, and then AT&T merged with Warner Brothers. And so now it's all under basically the AT&T umbrella. And Yo, so... One yeah, day, right. there's just going to be one company. One day, DC Amazon. is going to fuel with... <laughs> gonna fuse with <laughs> Wait, let me get there. DC, <laughs> DC is going to fuse with Marvel. Jeff Bezos. And then they're gonna fuse with Amazon. Oh shit! Yeah, and I think I, that's when Wally begins. I think that's the moment <laughs> the future, dystopian future starts. Just plug the content directly into my veins. Actually, and then speaking of the HBO stuff, just before we move on, I just remember reading in the news. I think it was today I read it or yesterday. Like they gave more information about the Green Lantern Corps uh, uh, show, which yes. is another do- like HBO Max. Bravo! You guys are doing really well. Like I, I, I'm excited for all these shows. Um, and and but apparently it's gonna be a, an anthology uh, uh, type show. It's gonna be set in different times. So that makes sense. Why Alan Scott's Green Lantern is gonna be there? So there's gonna be like a a for, you know a period in the 40s, you know, and then there's gonna be an 80s, which is supposed to be um g- the guy Guy Gardner. Yeah. Uh, and then they're gonna have like contemporary times, and it's gonna be uh, Simon Bias and and what's who's the other the other the, Jessica Cruz Jessica Cruz so I'm looking forward to that I, 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 they bring back Mark Strong as Sinestro word. he's I hanging mean, around the DC offices all the time he's been like four <laughs> characters yeah. they gotta bring him back because he was really cool as, as Sinestro Dude. he Dude. is Sinestro I don't care what you guys were just talking about I got stuck on just thinking about a live action Guy Gardner costume that suit is one of my guilty pleasures. Guy Gartner's Green Lantern outfit. I don't know what it is about it. The green vest, the white gloves, the big white belt. When that popped, I mean, when that thought just popped into my head, I stopped listening. <laughs> because that is a very 80s look. And so imagine that. Like, imagine that oh guy, like, kicking ass in the 80s. I would love to see that. Or, or oh, my God, a live-action Cal Rayner suit. Oh, Oh, wow. Good Lord. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I, yo, like, <laughs> I, I just hope, like, I'm so excited about this right now because, like, all this sounds so amazing. I just hope it doesn't go the route of the DC app where shit's getting released before, like, while it's already canceled, like Swamp Thing. I just hope all this works out. I hope that this becomes what the MCU is for Marvel for DC. Like, like I hope that happens. I hope that happens. Agreed. Yeah. 
but also speaking about streaming and i'm hoping it happens with like you know what it's kind of it's kind of shitty to hope it happens because it's kind of hoping that the world stays this way for a while but i'm hoping that the streaming trend persists by the time that deadpool 3 comes out which is already in pre-production it'd be pretty cool to get that on streaming services too Word, word. What do you guys know? This got just announced recently, right? Like, I don't really know yeah. much about it. I, shit. Well, it will eventually be on streaming, right? I mean, we're, it's in pre-production now. It might be two years before we see a trailer or something like that. Yeah. That, that, I think things like that are happening a little bit faster than two years. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe a trailer in one year, but yeah. I don't think we wouldn't see the movie until two years for sure. Oh, yeah, but that's why I had said, like, hoping to get it on streaming services. If they're writing the script right be, now, yeah. shit, I don't know about seeing a trailer in a year, especially with, like, right. COVID and all that stuff. And Marvel has a slate. Marvel's slate is already stacked for, like, the next, like, what, two at least? And it keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be a while, but still, Deadpool being, like, one of the unsung heroes or or you know what deadpool is kind of like a, a true fan grassroots movement right because the only other x-man or, that has his own film is logan right and he's the number one x-man how the fuck did deadpool like not only did he get his own trilogy right which is what it's going to become but just like this massive fan following and successful movies i love those two movies the end been yeah. solid I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing he's gonna play around in the marvel universe that's gonna be fucking hilarious it just seeing him what he's gonna do it, he's in a whole new place how he gets there price and dr strange fuckery who knows multiverse of madness i hope he's in there <laughs> yes the answer as to why deadpool has his his own movie franchise, I think, aside from you being completely right about the grassroots parts, is I would say it, um, to name a shop Hot Topic. I guess like when the executives saw how many people just buy Deadpool merch, you know what I mean? They just saw that it was an opportunity to blow it up. I yeah, honestly, the, the fans, right? Yeah. From the comic book, right? So... No, yeah, but at the same time, like, the character is also just very fashionable. You know what I mean? Like, he's one of the few characters whose logo you see plastered, like, all over stores and shit. Think about how many X-Men there are, like, or, like, how many mutants exist and shit like that. But the fact that they know that they could sell his merch, I'm pretty sure was part of the reason why he's getting his own movie franchise. Yeah, it's like a chicken and the egg thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We're- but shout out to Rob Liefeld. Right. For one, of the, one of the creators. I, I don't remember the, the who wrote... No, I think he is the main. I think he Both? drew and 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 uh, wrote him. So let's nice. We'll double check that. Just but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's who, who he's the main creator. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh no, or was it with Fabian Niciesa? Or how do you ever pronounce his last name? I think I think it was with Fabian Niciesa, who was like one of the main X writers at the time. You know, so we would need to fucking double check that shit. But. I will say we something we didn't mention. You guys were saying about the grassroots and shit, though. You like, are correct, sir. Oh, it was uh, Fabian Niciesa too. Yes. Oh, boom! Both of those, Rob Liefeld and and Fabian Niciesa. I like to pronounce that last name <laughs> just to say Niciesa. No, but something that we didn't mention though about the grassroots. So the big thing that helped is come on, Ryan Reynolds. Like he was advocating for this oh, movie. Right. 
for fucking or, like over a decade, you know, like he and then he filmed a little uh, pilot thing, you know, and then showed it, I think, at Comic-Con and then like really just he busted his ass like he wanted that Deadpool movie. And that which is impressive, too, because he was also already Deadpool, right? And terrible Wolverine movie, the original movie. And, and that he was still. No, he's like, no, I'm not letting this go. Like, I, I know this character can be better. I really want this to happen. And he just fucking pushed it. And even the movie, the first movie they made, it was very, very low budget. I think they they ended up making like almost like triple or something in terms of profits. Like, so, which is incredible. Uh, it was rated R. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think it's the highest grossing rated R comic book movie. Yeah. I'm going to say that and pretend it's true. Yeah, and supposedly Ryan Reynolds made so much money off of that movie because of the deal he made. I think he made some like back end, like percentage type contract and shit. Like it was wild. It was like supposedly he made a ridiculous profit margin on that movie. Yeah, I think because I think he also like made you know, one of the smart deals like where they own some of the revenue that you know yeah. comes out of it or something like you know the the franchise you know the merchandise and that kind of stuff you know. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys about the Deadpool movie. So, but another thing, uh, <coughs> excuse me, a big news that came out of that. <laughs> oh shit! We got our <laughs> first confirmed case. Now go ahead, go ahead. I'm following you. Pause for editing, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, the mask no, 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 no. leave it in. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're not editing shit. We're going Pause. live. No. So anyway, you know, so <laughs> let me get my mask back on. No, that that the the writers are different, you know, because I think it was the the same writer, same writers for the first two movies, and now it's going to be a different pair. That I don't know anything about them. I think I think it, it's it's uh, sisters or something that are doing. But the main thing I know that I'm a little bit excited about this. Apparently, one of them is a, one of the main writers for Bob's Burgers. Ooh. So, I love Bob's Burgers. So, okay. All right. I know. But the only thing about that, like, I know we're getting the comedy from them. I don't know about what else they write, though. But what do you guys have? You Do you guys thoughts on that? I mean, it's going to be tough to tell because just like you, I have very little idea of what they've written. But I do love Bob's Burgers. So there's that. And just hoping that Ryan Reynolds has been so dedicated to the character. I mean, <laughs> I would have like the audacity to say he might have even written all the like all the books that are written on the character. You know what I mean? Not like all his appearances and shit because he's all over the place. But I would dare say that over time, he's gone as far as probably to read every single Deadpool comic book. So I'm pretty sure he has a lot of input on the movie and I have high hopes for that. Yeah, word. I think so. I just hope, you know, I'm well... The first two were directed by the same guy, or no? Quick, quick fact check. I, I mean, if they get a good so. director, and, and besides, you know, it's like whether or not it's rated R is important too. Because I hope they don't. I mean, I think I think Blade. I don't know. Blade might also be rated R. I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing shit at this point. But I just hope it's as funny and as vulgar as the first two were. Word. Yeah, so they were sort of involved. So the 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 directors changed, but the screenplay for the first movie was apparently written written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. And for the second movie, it was written. Oh, actually, yeah, the same people: Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick, but also Ryan Reynolds was given a screenplay credit. So I'm assuming he felt that way, like watching <laughs> the movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure he's put so much in depth research into the character because. 
hey, like it's paid off, like part of the process. So I'm pretty sure he's definitely going to aim the movie in the right direction. Um, I cannot wait. I'm happy to see that. And also, because I don't know if you guys follow Rob Liefeld, because he's been posting on Instagram for a minute now. Shit, I think about uh, Marvel, about giving crap about how Marvel had no plans for Deadpool and just upset about it. And I couldn't follow all the things, but he was kind of, that was around the vibe that he was putting out. And and so, all right, cool. I'm excited. Yeah, all right, let's, 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 let's do this third film. Yeah, and I wonder if it'll be like in continuity or detached like the first two were although it was like a shit show of a continuity for the fox x-men verse i'm wondering because it's probably the the hesitation of kevin feige to announce any like deadpool product is probably because they haven't announced any x products right like we don't know what they're gonna do with that with that franchise and whether or not deadpool is gonna be connected i mean he doesn't have to be although i do love his relationship with colossus yeah, but like why, it, do you, why do you think it's not in continuity of the first two films? They definitely were. In continuity of the, the Fox X-Men verse? Oh, you mean, I thought you meant like within Deadpool. I oh, think they yeah, were, within Deadpool. Yeah, right, right. Well, they, they kind of, right? They kind of were connected to the X-Universe, but yeah. they kind of just like gave And it's nods. also connected to, the, to Ryan Reynolds' actual life universe, right? Because Deadpool comes to Ryan Reynolds and kills him. Oh, right. So, with, with, so with yeah, the, he, he does yeah. traverse dimensions, but I, you know, speaking just from an MCU standpoint where, you know, continuity is, is important. I'm just curious as how they're going to, you know, work with this, with that property, but we'll see. That's the same question with every property that they have now, right? With the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, all those, like, what are they going to do? How are they going to incorporate them, right? Because it'll be like, the key thing will be like, where the fuck were you guys when fucking, you know, Loki attacked, when Ultron attacked, <laughs> when Thanos attacked? You know, where the yeah, fuck we're... were all you guys, you know? <laughs> so hopefully that'll be a fun explanation or we'll see what happens. Yeah, ho- hopefully the Fantastic Four were like off-world or off-dimension, that would be cool, especially if they can just write it off in that, let's say the negative zone time just passes by differently. I know they've done that in the past with the, with the Fantastic Four comics. With the Holy X-Men, shit. with the X-Men, I think, I mean, I don't know. Some people are, are saying that like WandaVision might do some hocus pocus for mutants, so like a, a reversal of what happened in the comic books. I mean, that would be cool, too. I don't think it would be too tricky. I know Kevin Feige already has a plan. He has this shit planned out. Oh, word. For decades Bro. in advance. <laughs> yes, all right. He even has contingency plans for what to do in case he dies. Word. He's like the Batman of I was just comic in- fans or some shit. <laughs> yes. And speaking of a shit show in continuity, um, I'm sure that you all you folks out there saw in your PS4s or Xbox or streaming services that the movie without a time and place also known as new mutants dropped and i believe that the only person here who might have seen that insane for lack of a better term again shit show was miguel right that is correct care to <laughs> wait why are you calling it a shit show i know i've not seen it what the hell dude <laughs> no not the movie why itself. are you mad not the movie itself, but like how it was released, like out of time, like like the production. You know what I mean? Like all that crazy hating, shit that happened. Yeah, 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 man. Whoa, I'm settle not, down. I'm not saying the movie, the movie man. <laughs> I'm upset. He's like, let's talk about this shit show of a movie right now. Miguel, talk <laughs> yeah. to us about something I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that second part you might be right about. 
I guess I get I think I get what you're saying exactly the movie was filmed almost a decade ago I don't see, know why see? that's a chronological shit show it, it, it was in post-production hell I think for a long time and then the the even before COVID the release date kept getting pushed you know and then and then obviously COVID made it worse and then it fucking finally came out in August for the movies but like I, I wasn't playing in any theater near us here in New York City um and and but now it finally came out for digital and blu-ray and dvd even if you're old-fashioned <laughs> <laughs> and vhs they're trying to get their money everywhere damn <laughs> yeah i'm about to check if it's on vhs hold up <laughs> <laughs> that'd be dope let's get it yes so i saw it i saw it because we know it's it got it got bad reviews rod is actually checking if it's, <laughs> it's on vhs damn, it is not it confirmed if anybody, listen, if anybody was planning on buying <laughs> the New Mutants on VHS, you heard it here first. Right, breaking. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news. New Mutants did not drop on VHS. All right, Miguel, go ahead. There's going to be some little sad kid in, in Christmas, like, but, but what about the VHS for my VCR? <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so the movie. New Mutants, yeah, because the, the one thing also, I don't know, like, we, I, I don't know if we've talked, I think we might have talked about it a little bit. It didn't get good reviews, right? I, I think in Rotten Tomatoes, it gave it, like, a 30-something percent, and the audience, you know, the critic rating was 30-something, and the audience was, like, 50 percent. So, like, right split in the middle, which I'm like, that's not that bad. Can, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but can we dismiss Rotten Tomatoes as a meter for quality? True. And, and I'd like to reference Exhibit A, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Nah, man, I love Rotten Tomatoes. I, 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 I generally agree with them. I do like to use the audience metric, though, too, uh, uh, but I generally agree. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it, okay, so <laughs> is this, is this going to be a spoilerific review? Because you guys haven't seen it. Or, or wait, what? wait, wait. I'd, I'd prefer no spoil. I mean, damn. All right. I mean, don't, don't drop any nuclear warheads. Don't you worry. can drop, like, landmines or, or okay. place landmines. <laughs> I mean, does it really matter? There's not really anything big to spoil, actually. There, there, there's, there's a couple of things that are fucking cool that, 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 that I'd rather not say until, until everybody's seen it. Oh, until Rod sees it, because I know Rod's going to get a kick out of this. But, but, but then we can talk about that. But, but other than that, there's really nothing of a spoil. Like, so I guess generally the review is like, honestly, look, if, if you like the New Mutants, like not even, it doesn't even, you, you didn't need to have read the books, but as long as you know the characters... You're gonna enjoy it. It'll it'll be fun because, for example, I love those characters. Like I I I've, I haven't read the New Mutants a lot, but I've read these. For example, Cannonball, Sunspot, Magic, um, and and Wolfsbane. I think those were the characters that I've known the best. Uh, and I love them. I love them, especially like when Cannonball and Sunspot were Avengers for a time. And and I love their dynamic. They're best friends. I really like those characters. And Magic's a fucking badass. Like, I, I just love Magic. And especially now on Hickman's run on X-Men, Magic is just a fucking badass. Like, she's one of the captains, you know, second basically to Cyclops. She's dope. So I loved seeing them. I loved it. Like, the power sets look dope. Like the actors are great. I love them as as the 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 the, the characters themselves. I like that a lot. But, but you know the overall movie, yeah, wasn't 
I've seen worse. Like it wasn't Fantastic Four, the the Josh Trank film. You know, it's not that bad. You know, but damn. But, but it was, it it it, it was because the thing I saw what they were trying to do. It's a fucking cool idea. Like the kind of the horror suspense type of thing to it. I think that was a cool idea. I could see what they were trying to do, but obviously as a as a as a movie watcher. If I'm seeing what they're trying to do, they didn't do it well, right? Because then I'm not in it. I'm not surprised. Uh, and so I could appreciate that. I felt like it was like a draft, you know? Like, I feel like, you know, you guys could have made this a little tighter, a little bit better. I don't know what caused it to be that way because maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe maybe the, the script or maybe the production issues or something because they were good actors. Generally a good plot, I felt. That was a good story. Um, but just the execution was kind of meh. Like a little meh. Like... If you don't know the characters, this is the first time exploring, you know, th- this kind of movie, you're not really going to, you know, dig it. Because for me, it was like the moment they saw their powers, you know, seeing Cannonball fucking, you know, being fucking Cannonball. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. <laughs> like, and that's fun to watch. But other than that, it's like, but I enjoyed it from start to finish. I enjoyed it. It was fine. I can see why it's 50% audience, you know, like, yeah, I can see how half of people won't really like it a lot. But if you're an X-Men fan, go for it. You know what I just realized? That, like, considering that movie's mindfuck of a release schedule, it's kind of in a weird way made itself immune to a reboot. Because think about it. Had it been released on schedule, they could have rebooted it. If <laughs> if they would have released it in 2010, they could have... A, and if it would have sucked back then, they could have had another chance at the property now. You get what I mean? But it's kind of like they release something old now so they can't reboot it. They're just stuck with what they got. Yeah, the final X-Men film to come out of the of Fox, right? Yeah. I don't, that, that time. Is it worth comparing to the other X-Men movies or should I just look at it like, you know, Hellboy or something just detached? Like, is it worth... You know, honestly, 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 yeah, I think so for sure. Look, for, for, for me personally, for me, I think every time I go into a movie, I try not to compare it. Like, I want it to stand alone on itself, and I can have to enjoy it by itself. Obviously, if it's fucking connected, what it has to be better than the past movies for sure. Uh, and if it's connected, it's even better. I do think for the new mutants, just definitely um, uh, 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 see it like you said exactly. Like, it's a Hellboy. Like, it's kind of like a separate movie. Uh, I guess kind of like how we might have gone into Deadpool the first time, you know, be- before knowing it was fucking a badass film, right? But like the, it's like it's within the universe, right? But you know, does it matter if it's connected or not? You know, it, it's its own standalone story. Um, you know, is it connected or not? I'll let you watch it, and you know, you'll you'll you'll, you'll see. Um, but but yeah, see it as a separate thing. Okay. Yeah, I just mentioned Hellboy, and that ties into what Chez was talking about because that shit got rebooted, what like a two years ago or something. I Facts. did not see that. Thank you for bringing that up. Me neither, because honestly, that movie felt unnecessary. Everybody wanted a part three with Ron Perlman, True. especially considering True that. that part part two is literally one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. That that shit, movie that shit needs a Snyder Cut movement. Facts. And I, I think I think it has like a, a good fan base, but whatever they decided to reboot it. I mean, that's one of those things where I just saw the reviews and I'm like, nah, I probably won't do it. Like Fantastic Four, New Mutants, I'm iffy about. 
Yo, I completely forgot about that. You're right. They got rebooted with, and it was the guy from Stranger Things, no? That played yeah. uh, Hellboy, the guy from also the Black Widow movie um, that eventually we'll see. Uh, actually, I saw it. I think I saw it on a plane because it, it was one of those things too where it's like, well, all right, I got a fucking five-hour flight. Let me there you go. That right there, that's the sign of a shitty movie. When people speak that sentence, yeah, I saw it on a flight. You're like, yeah, oh. you're, you're fucking hostage <laughs> in, the, in the sky, and you're like, yo, what can I do to not go insane? You're getting you're getting waterboarded by that movie. <laughs> no, and no lie, because I saw Josh Trank's uh, Fantastic Four that way too, and I saw Venom that way too on the plane too, because I'm like, that's the only I'm not putting fucking money to that shit, and <laughs> and Hellboy, yeah, I, I it was not. I tried. I tried to fucking enjoy it, and it really because I like the uh, the I'm the actor. I, I forgot his name, but I like him. And 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 although his look, I'm like he looks kind of cool, but I'm like nah, he's not Ron Perlman though. Like he he is Hellboy, and it it was not a good movie. It was not. I did not like that movie at all. Uh, I would think the New Mutants movie is probably better than the Hellboy reboot. But I'm biased, obviously, because I love these characters, right? Like, I'm a big X-Men fan. And so, because you, you you can't believe, like, and seriously, like, the moment I saw them do shit or, like, they were on screen, I'm, like, excited. I'm in a good mood. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it can't, you know, <laughs> I'm already in a good place, you know, so that, that was a good place to be. All right, all right, all right. So, process of elimination. So, New Mutants is better than the shitty Hellboy reboot. What's Correct. better, Josh Trank's Fantastic Four or the shitty Hellboy reboot? Hellboy. Damn. That Hellboy. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Wow, so glad that... I didn't watch that movie. Word. Yeah, my heart broken. No, no. Oh, my God. It's, and especially, exactly, being a Fantastic Four fan, Rod, you, you would have you cried of how bad it was, you know? <laughs> Damn. Shit is a tearjerker. <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, because honestly, I, I don't remember seeing a movie as bad as that. It was just I, a I, mess to watch. This begs the question. Worst comic book movie you've ever seen. Oh. oh. Uh, you, you guys go, because I think, I think I'll have to go with, with, with uh, that Fantastic Four movie. Damn. I, Chez, you got one? Because I could use a little bit more time to think. Because I got two on my mind. Yeah, let me see. Well, I'm but you, you got Batman versus Superman, right? What else are you As thinking of? As the greatest <laughs> piece uh. of American cinema. And, and the, what the fuck? Oh, speaking of which, um, there was a, a recent... Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, quick, quickly, quickly. November uh, 17th, like I mentioned, like, I don't know, an episode ago, it's a historic day for, you know, us to release the Snyder Cut Movement fans. And, you know, Zach did a special breakdown of the trailer scene by scene he went through each fucking scene and talked about it uh and it was an hour long and it went by like you know in a flash so you know definitely uh but i'm check that out on 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 youtube yeah a lot of flash questions um he one one tidbit that i will say then i'll I'll drop it gentlemen is that he says that he doesn't like remember in days of future past and uh x-men apocalypse how quicksilver can pick people up out of time and, yeah, yeah. and 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 move things zach is like no nah, my flash can't do that because uh, it's like he sees it like if he tries to touch somebody like the intense speed and friction and vibration is gonna just like rip that person's skin off or some shit like like basically peel their skin off in slow motion or some shit kind of like 
not like, but similar to what A Train did in in the episode one of the boys or some yeah. shit like that. Right. But yeah, anyway. Right, right, right. Oh, back, that's to, like, back to shitty movies. Let's not talk about classics. Quick, <laughs> quick, quick point to that. That's a good point because I do think that's, there's some reality. I guess the physics would make sense behind it. And I think in the comic books, I think Flash does like speed people up in their like or something. Yeah. Well, he can do he lends, that. He lends his speed. Yeah, but 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 that's a great point. And so, all right, I'll, I'll, I was skeptical at first, you know, but I'm like, all right, Snyder, nah. I'll go with that, but or fuck physics, do it because it's cool, dude. <laughs> I I will say this: I am absolutely disgusted, and it makes me wanna vomit the way Ezra Miller's Flash runs in that trailer. Jesus, Christ. it looks like he's swimming. Yeah, he he, he, he talks about that. No, a fan asks him because he also is answering uh, questions live on Vero. Did the fan ask him why has, it like, was stupid? Not why it's like that, but that why shit. it was stupid. And was that fan you, Chess? Because you've mentioned this <laughs> yeah, in the episode before, Chess. bro. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Damn, but, uh, shitty movies. All right. Yes. I'm going to... Damn. This is... This might require more thought, but I don't want to think too much. I'm going to go with the first one off the top of my head. It's um, Batman and Robin. You know, although it did have, you know, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, which I thought was cool. And, and Arnold in any capacity is cool. And Chris <laughs> no pun intended. Robin. Chris O'Donnell Robin. Yeah, yeah, him too. You know, he was lit. And this is when he donned the Nightwing-esque costume, you know. Nice. Like, there were plans for another film, but whatever. We won't go into that. <laughs> um, you know, I had a star-studded cast. Whatever, George Clooney, whatever. He's cool. Batgirl too, Dusk, right? Dusk Till Dawn was still Alicia like Silverstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was cool. Anyway, that movie, first of all, it's the first one I didn't see in the movie theater, I think you know, of that, of the Burton Schumacher verse. Cause I'm like, damn, I was hearing the reviews. I was already in high school. I'm like, this shit looks whack. <laughs> and like the, you know, the people were just, you know, tearing it up. So yeah. And then when I finally saw it, I had the same thought. I'm like, this is silly. They're playing ice hockey with a diamond. It, it It's complete is a complete departure from, you know, Burton's idea of what the Batman, what this version was going to be. But whatever, you know, Schumacher, rest in peace. Batman Forever wasn't that bad. But yeah, I'll go with Batman and Robin. The one thing I will say I hate about that movie is the disrespect to one of the best villains in all of comic lore, Bane. Oh, my God, did Bane get disrespected in that movie? (laughs) He was some plant-based venom vegan soy yeah yeah, basically (laughs) uh but yeah it was horrible it was so stupid it would that if you think about it that's like the (laughs) anti-bane and he was like relegated to almost like a minion thug status right like he he wasn't really given like the fucking gravitas the fucking bane demands you know like taking just orders from poison ivy and that kind of stuff like come on man that's the same thing that happened in the first Mortal Kombat, where they made Sub Zero and Scorpion like like minions of Shang Tsung. Like they just completely Roar. took away all that storyline. Which the animated version, I don't think we've mentioned that. There's an animated film. I don't remember what it's called, but it's Mortal Kombat. It's recent. It's really good if you're a fan of that shit. Isn't it called Origins? 
Mortal Kombat Some Origins, shit like something that. like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's really, really good. Right, yeah, that, that, I just went like a completely other direction there. Yeah, but, no, that's all, all right. good. But yeah, what, what do you, what do you guys go, got? I will go worst comic movie, and only because the potential was immense. I expected so much more, and I'm also going to repeat the same movie for one of our discussions a bit later in the episode as well. Ghost Rider. I was so upset by that movie. It could have been so great. Like, wait, which film? The first one, then? I mean, two, dude. To be honest, the franchise sucks ass. It's they're both whack. Part two is better than part one, but part one, since it was the first, it's like, like I'll put it like this: I didn't even hate the fact that they cast Nicolas Cage as Johnny Blaze. I didn't even think that was that bad. And like, but so, like, I don't know why that movie ended up sucking so much. I'm just gonna go ahead and blame the director. Damn. What do you? What, what, I I honestly I don't I don't know. I I remember watching both films, and I remember like not like being like, oh my god, this movie was the best. But I don't remember hating it. Like I thought it was it was all right. But I guess you're saying because of the potential, right? Yeah. Like it's like. I would like it's the worst to me because it's the biggest disappointment. That's fair. Yeah, part one was slightly better. No, no, no. Part one, I left like neutral from that one. Like, okay, it was a cool movie. Part two was trash. And 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 I I rewatched it like a few years back, like hoping to find something salvageable from that shit. And nope, it was just as whack as it was in the movie theater. I mean, let's be honest, though. Part one was only like it left you neutral because of a few things. They actually did a good job with Ghost Rider himself. And you got to see the writer that came before him. And it gave you some writer lore. Aside and a shirtless that, Nick Cage. Don't forget yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean, him in any capacity is just a treat. But is he, ca- like, he cages out, too. Doesn't he go like full yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying, like. But aside from that, and I think, wait, who was the leading woman? Um, Eva Longoria? No, no, Eva Mendes. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, it was Eva Mendes. Yeah, Eva Mendes, yeah, yeah. You remember this movie? <laughs> yeah, because I like Ghost Rider. Um, and it's just, like, I was, I was very... And if I'm not mistaken, his sidekick is played by the dude who plays Bullock on Gotham, right? He's in that movie, too. He plays Bullock on Gotham? Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You the, got the, 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 yeah, the naughty yeah. vampire god. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. I forgot what his name is. Um, oh, I just Googled you. Right. Donald yeah. Loga. That's yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. That guy's an amazing That guy's fight. epic. Yeah. We got we to gotta give him a shout out. He's, he's yeah. done a lot of things. Shout out. Shout out to Donald Loga. He'd be out there in the streets acting. But um, yeah, like that movie is just, I, I hated it. I hated it. And it's like, and just to throw it out there. When we discuss what movie should get a reboot, that's my answer too. Oh, yeah. and you know it will too. Damn, that's gonna be so cool. Oh, I'm all for that. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And damn, first of all, Chez, I want to say I'm sorry for how bad it was because, like, that shit, like, fucking, I felt your pain, bro. <laughs> like, you yeah, remember so many details about that movie that I remember nothing about it, man. Uh, but that's good. I'm actually thinking now, guys, what, what do you guys, I think I propose that we should try to find a time, if not do it together or separate, then we'll review. I think we should rewatch these shitty fucking films. Like for, it'll be a first time for some of you guys who are like Fantastic Four. It'll, it'll feel like the first time for me to watch the Ghost Rider again. And I haven't seen Batman and Robin in fucking decades, probably. I will be getting high. 
for this endeavor. I'm just throwing that <laughs> yeah. out there. It's important I've, that I do that. I think it'd be better together. That way our suffering can be shared and the load is thus lighter. Yo, we need to do that. We need we need to fucking and then we'll record it and it'll be a future episode. LOZ yeah. watches the worst comic book movies. <laughs> that was of all time. <laughs> I am all for this. Yeah, and we do it because we love you guys out there. We're willing to suffer for you. We're willing to, I guess, uh, punish ourselves emotionally and psychologically just to give you guys the best of ourselves. Damn. I got a question, actually, just for debate. I don't know what the right answer would be. But now that we're talking about Ghost Rider, reminded me of this. So was Ghost Rider worse than Daredevil, than Ben Affleck's Daredevil? Because mm. you're saying it was. Basically. I only saw Daredevil once, and it was on a bootleg VHS. Talking about VHS <laughs> and all that. And, so, and I wasn't really paying attention. So I need to rewatch that to have a final like verdict on it. Now, you know what? Ghost Rider was better than Daredevil. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chez, Chez chose like most disappointing, right? Which is valid. Like but that, that's that. the thing. But that's the thing. That's the yeah. yeah that's a, yeah. That's the thing. That's valid. It, yeah. There. Um. You didn't ex like you. You hoped that it was gonna be great, but like you know, you didn't expect much from Daredevil. It's kind of like a like it's kind of like a street level. You know what I mean? Like superhero, yada yada yada. But like Ghost Rider. <laughs> Mm. That's an undertaking of a movie. Then you'd I, think they'd like fix something for part two. It had Idris Elba. Yeah, it had a drunk Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> Who also another movie that I haven't seen that was very disappointing just from the reviews it received was Dark Tower with Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba. I I haven't read the actual and, novels, but Marvel. Matthew McConaughey, right? Matthew McConaughey. That's right. As the Man in Black. I read the graphic novels released by Marvel. Uh, it was a prequel, like with Stephen King, you know, behind kind of like not writing the comics, but behind it. I think uh, Peter Firth, there's a couple of writers on it. Anyway, it was really fucking good. So I, I went headfirst into the Dark Tower lore. And then like, okay, they're making a, a film with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, but then it gets like these shitty ass reviews. I'm like, Word. damn, is it worth it watching it? You know what? Damn. Add that to the list. <laughs> Actually, but now this I think brings up. I love the way you describe it. Exactly. So we mentioned what was the the the, the worst movie, right? We have all said the worst movie. And so technically, Chess, you said the worst movie was Daredevil. The most uh, disappointing was Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. Right. So I agree. So now, Rod, what was the most disappointing film? Because I I have one already in my mind. What was it for you? Well, I'll, I'm I'll, gonna. I'll, oh, I, I okay. It's um. X3, X-Men United. Because, mm. you know, yeah. you guys know how I, yep. I, I get into the director because, you know, the director is kind of like similar to what a comic book artist does. They're, they're placing the scenes. They're picking the actors. They're doing different things like that. So, so I really get, you know, all in when I see a director, like pull something off visually that's fucking cool and that we hadn't necessarily seen before. And I was a huge fan of X1. X2 topped that. So I'm like, holy shit. And then, you know, you know the Dark Phoenix, we've talked about this in the, uh, I don't know, one of the X episodes in the past, but I was stoked. That shit broke my heart. That movie. Brett Ratner, he, and this, that, that guy has like all these like, you know, Me Too uh, things going on too, man. And well-deserved for releasing the, 
that atrocity. <laughs> yeah, but but then <laughs> that's you know, why it's but <laughs> but you know like the the night is always darkest before the dawn or whatever. That shit set the stage for Matthew Vaughn to do his like soft reboot. I know we're gonna talk about like best reboots or whatever. Yeah, right. If first class counts as a reboot, which it kind of was. Yeah, that would definitely be in the conversation. But I know I went in circles there. X three, <laughs> most disappointing. Um, awesome. I, I just want to put an asterisk on the sentiment that was shared by Rod real quick. Yeah, the movie was horrible, but let's not forget that it gave us a sexy ass beast in Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, that man was luscious. And as always, I just want to bring awareness to the individuals that had their brains caved in by Colossus when they got punched. I never oh, want to let people forget that. Go back and watch that movie. Colossus punches regular human beings. Those people are gone. (laughs) All right. I got to rewatch that scene just to remember that goriness. But I love your comment, Rod. Perfect. You and I, man, we're fucking almost in sync. That's because I I, I'm I'm right there with you. But that's not exactly my choice because because I was just as excited about the movie as you were. But I think I remember not being that excited about from the trailers or something and, and, and just being like, uh, this does not look like it's going to be great. And so I kind of was a little bit prepared, but the movie for me was the most disappointing so far. It's the, basically the sister movie to that. So the, the dark Phoenix movie that just came out, like, what was it like a year ago? That movie for me oh, yeah. was a biggest disappointment because the same thing that you said, the first class loved it, loved the reboot of oh, fucking Michael Fassbender, James McAbee. Awesome. I love them. And even uh, the X cast was great. Days of Future Past, come on. And and then although X-Men Apocalypse wasn't great, right? It was kind of like, okay, all right. And, but, and then I felt that for Dark Phoenix, right? They have Simon Kinberg doing the, directing the movie. I'm like, all right, all right. It, it, it's gonna be dope, like, and they're gonna—they're finally gonna do the Dark Phoenix story. It's justice, and they did not. It, it was hard to fucking watch that film. It was just like not, not. I was so disappointed by that film. Also because, come on, you have such great source material. Just do what's in the fucking book. Let's just start with that. If you right. just do that, you don't fuck it up, and you're at least pretty good. Yeah, and there's a precedent for that because Simon Kinberg or Kinsberg, like you know, he did a lot of uh, producer work, writing work. I don't know. He 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 helped build the X yeah. Fox universe to what it was. But it's different being a director and then being kind of like a writer because there's a precedent to that. And that was David Goyer. He's a prolific comic book film screenwriter. Like he's the if you name it, he wrote it type shit, right? He did Blade Trinity, the third one, with our with our boy um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Horrible so you know, it, yeah. As soon as you, <laughs> oh, and oh my God, this one, another writer whom I love, who defined one of the greatest characters of our time for all time, Frank Miller, directed The Spirit. A- another, after another after, shitty movie, yeah. After being involved with three hundred, he's like, "Oh, I think I could do this. I could do what, what uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder does." Yeah, right, bro. Only a few <laughs> Zack Snyder's. I'm so mad that came around to that. I'm so upset right now. Sorry, man. Like I, I would have picked obviously Justice League as the most disappointing movie. The most is no, 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 no. Wait, hold up. Let me backtrack. Not one of the most disappointing movies, but one of the most disappointing moments of my life. 
Like, <laughs> Damn. But, but the fact that they're, you know, kind of like doing it over, I'm like, no, no, no. Let me go with X3. Even though, thankfully, you know, Brian Singer came back and unwrote a lot of that nonsense. All right. No, but we got good choices. All right. But I, so we should watch. We should watch the worst movies. And let's not watch the most disappointing ones. Because why, why go through that pain again? Let's go through all the pain. Damn. All the pain will make us better men. <laughs> all right. And now back around to redeem our souls with some positive conversation. And as I had mentioned, I already gave my answer. A ghostwriter reboots would be the shiznit. I don't even care if they bring back Nicolas Cage, to be honest. <laughs> That'd be epic. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It, um, he's not an MCU character yet, right? Nah. No. A ghostwriter? Well, it, he, no, no, no. Not Nicolas in, Cage. No, Nicolas Cage. No, no, no. You know what? They should just bring Nicolas Cage into the MCU as Nicolas Bird. Cage. Bird. <laughs> just, just he's Nicolas Cage and he's in the MCU. <laughs> All right, Miguel, what, what was your answer for um, much needed uh, reboot? What would be the reboot that we need? Shit. I actually got to think about that a little bit because there's a few options. I think, I, I guess, staying. Oh, I don't know, man. I, well, you know what? Yes, I think, fuck it. I'm going to stick to what my heart tells me. And going to what we were talking about, I do think the reboot that we need is uh, X-Men. I think we need a good X-Men reboot because um, they, 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 they haven't done, like, there's good films for sure. But there has not been a good franchise, like a full fucking franchise. Because, like, like, the first three films ended poorly, right? And then, and then the next four films, yeah, we're not, you know, that... that um, you know, they had some good ones and they're not that great. I don't know. I would just love to see them do the X-Men again, right? I'm excited to see them in the MCU. Close second, I would obviously say, I think when we were mentioning Fantastic Four, that's another reboot that has to fucking happen. They tried it and failed yeah. incredibly. Also, like, I'm just shocked real quick. I'm glad you mentioned Fantastic Four. One, the one thing I don't understand, how did the first Fantastic Four movie get such a much better looking thing like because that suit on michael chick talking about jessica alba no no um thing the thing because the suit on michael chickless looks looks infinitely better than the cgi in the josh tranquil and it's so much older and that suit looks awesome they stuck their guns basic you know just like let's try to recreate it how it looks Let's do this stuff. I don't know what the fuck they did in, in the Trank film. But yeah, no. Dude, what's your reboot, Rod? Damn, that's tough. So are, are we going to go with, if it's already in the pipeline, like, is it worth mentioning? Or Because I think I'm going to go with Spawn, right? But that's ah. kind of already in the pipeline. And and just on the topic of reboots, like, I'm not I'm not usually a hater. Right. I try not to be a hater. That's one of like my, my rules of my, you know, how I go about my day. Like, okay, don't hate. If you're hating, take a step back and reassess. I don't believe I that. was hating a little bit that they were trying to reboot, reboot the Brandon Lee Crow movie, the OG James uh, Barr uh, Crow story. Right. Cause they, they kind of did soft reboots. They made sequels to that, which I was going to say were the most disappointing movies. I saw one or two of them, and then I'm like, fuck this shit. Um, 
but yeah, they were going to bring back like the crow and they were trying to attach Jason Momoa to it. I'm like, guys, just stop. Just stop. Yeah, man. I think, yeah, I saw one of those, um, the guy that played Angel on Buffy, they went on to do his own show. Then he did Bones. David yeah, I think Marianas. he's in part three. Yeah. Oh, my God. That thing was a garbage heap. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got nauseous thinking about it. Uh, Damn. The movie sucked. Shit. That doesn't count as a comic book movie. I refuse to count that because that would take the cake of cake. So let's not even, I'm not including that. Damn. That's on the list with Rocky Five, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, you put Rocky Five in a list with Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Yeah, remember that's been on the Redcon list. That's the um, that's the, oh no, not Rocky Five. I'm talking about the Rocky with Tommy Gunn. Was his um that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Rocky Five. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We've been put, we put that movie on the Redcon list since we were kids. Remember that movie's horrible. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, you're bugging. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that third that third crow movie ew and there's like a fourth and there's, there's more but yeah damn really that's that many <laughs> i have no i had no idea they were trying to do it right finally i mean that shit has been in like uh, its own production hell no yeah because you know? like because i respect the effort all the movies suck but it's like in making them they try to stick to the crow lore because remember like the crow wasn't just that occasion it's something that happens it was something kind of like a like a specter in yeah, there. yeah. And it just so happens that every single attempt after the first one sucked. But imagine if they all would have been the shit, we would have had a crow verse. Damn. Yeah, I think there is a kind of like a crow no. universe. No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would, I would go with back to Spawn because I know they're they're. It's been in like you know pre production rumor ish with Todd McFarlane writing like the script and Jamie Foxx attached. I don't know what's going on. I don't oh, know if that's right. true or if right. I'm just making it up again. No, that's all internet true. Internet is a vast place full of lies. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, the, the, the OG one, and I'm not saying that it needs a reboot because the, the OG one was so whack. That one, you know, it's yeah, in it the middle. Okay. It's in I the middle that. of like the, yeah. the spectrum of comic book quality movies. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Michael J. White. Hmm. Who also played Bronze Tiger in the Arrowverse. Yeah, he's an alum. Yeah. <laughs> and who's actually a real life, like, straight up martial artist. Yeah, like a third degree black belt or some shit. And he, he, he was like, yeah. he was in like Universal Soldier 4 too. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah, wow. Word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, that deep cuts. We're just going through. deep Whoa. cuts. Yeah, that guy, that guy is timeless. He is like a B-movie god. I think he's made a <laughs> fortune just making martial arts movies and kicking ass. Damn. Cool. Yeah. But I think he peaked as Bronze Tiger in the Arrow Wars. <laughs> that is like the his crowning achievement. <laughs> um, I want to keep this positivity train going because I want to forget about the first three quarters of this episode. And um, we should actually discuss the... Uh, actual best reboots that have actually come to fruition aside from what we wish would happen that's a bit of a big question i am not gonna go first on that so i'm gonna go ahead and pass the buck um, I, I, I have i have thoughts i do have some thoughts, thoughts. thoughts. all right so all right all right i gotta go with my gut that's christopher nolan rebooting batman mm. right 
picking yeah. Christian Bale and making it kind of like re- like realistic, right? And, and doing adding all the elements that you know, you guys, everybody who who's listening to this saw that shit and loved it. So I don't need <laughs> to yeah. talk about it, right? Word. And in a close second place, just because I have to, I'm under contractual obligation to say this. <laughs> Man of Steel. Although I, yes. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. Damn. Damn, Man of Steel. <laughs> contractual obligation. Yes, you fucking are. That's, I'm actually not going to fight you on that one. Actually, I would say it's a pretty good reboot especially because we're saying are we saying reboot from all the way from fucking you know christopher reeves or from the the, the mm. fucking crappy one from before where like, i, I he had think a it's kid. the one right before it yeah, right yeah yeah although brian singer intended for that film to be a part three of you know the donner verse right anyway damn I honestly, all right, you, 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 I was going to say the same thing. I was actually going to say the Batman trilogy, like, you know, the, the, the Nolan, that was, cause that was like actually showing us like, I don't know, this looking badass gritty Batman, but just not to be redundant. I'm not going to repeat. I'm going to f- try to say something else. Cause I had another one in my mind and I'm sure this is going to be controversial. I'll be sure you guys are not going to like this, but I think, I guess another reboot that I loved is spider-man i i i, I really one <laughs> well the 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 tom holland's like uh, just the tom holland's oh yeah you're right which was i think exactly. blanked on andrew garfield i'm like what do you mean it's toby oh, and, I, and, and tom holland no. i thought that's what you were saying because it was like a huge improvement <laughs> oh no so then it's not controversial it is completely accurate no yes yes exactly. i just no. don't like you guys forgetting andrew garfield no oh, yeah you're right all right, I remember him. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm sorry, Andrew. I liked your films, man. I liked them. I remember I went to the movies. Actually, I think one of those movies we saw together, the second movie, right? Yes. Yeah, right? Exactly. That was an interesting evening. Right, right. If you, if you want to call it that, yeah. But I remember, like, for the first Batman, uh, Batman, coño, the first Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield, I actually went to the theater to watch it on my own. That was the first time I've ever gone to the movies, like, on my own. It was a pretty cool experience. And and it, it I felt like, because I felt like, for Spider-Man, I'm fucking going to do this. I was here in New York City. Um, and, and But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, he tried his best. No, but yeah, yes, and Tom he, Holland. And he came out as like a big Peter Parker Spider-Man fan, right? He was just pushing that shit, like, "Yo, man, this is like a childhood dream." Yeah, you know. So, and they weren't that terrible. No. And also, editor's note: um, if you don't speak Spanish, "coño" is "fuck," but in Spanish, that is yeah. correct. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> or damn, either or. Yeah, like you stub your toe, "coño." Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, so since you guys want to go ahead and ignore the entire medium of television, I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote as the best reboot to be The Flash TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't, I, like, <laughs> I don't get how you guys just ignored that. that like, I consider that endeavor almost bigger than a movie reboot, especially considering the fact that they brought John Wesley Ship into the fold of the show and made him lore. Come on, as Jay Garrick? Yeah. Dude, I give that whole show props as the best reboot because it's so good. Like, it's campy and it knows it. It's at times, it's cheesy and it knows it at times. That show just, like, I legit just got goosebumps. That show, like, 
reading <laughs> your love and joy for some reason. It's one of the few innocent spots in like all of comic dumb, like that's been brought to live action, I guess. The show like just radiates so, like a rare wholesomeness. It, like it's weird. It's weird. But yeah, I would say the Flash TV show is definitely the best reboot. Bravo! I'm, uh, that's a, that was a good. I was un, that was unexpected. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. that's good. And also, and not just bringing Wesley Ship, but bringing him as his own Flash. I think. Oh yeah, in right? the muscle suit. Yeah. No, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. It wasn't as his own Flash because um he's Jay Garrick. But, no. but did it in the Crisis on Infinite Earths, did yeah. he go to that Earth? That was oh him. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yo John Wesley Shipception. <laughs> yeah yeah. Bravo, yeah, Flash. Yeah, and come on, dude. Like, there's been like movie level villains on that show, but yeah, that show definitely has my heart. And to go out on a high note, I feel a lot better with this show ending the way it did than with <laughs> than with uh, the mid part of the show, which Osmo had me in tears. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that we could end with some smiles. And as always, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Love you, dudes. Love the fans. This is Chess. We are the Legion. Yo, and I'm Miguel. And I'm Rod. Deuces. Peace. Peace. To write him the way he would want him to have been, but like, but like, I think he did such a good job not ignoring the history of Batman, not ignoring the Joker's history, but he, I feel he ignored Jason Todd's history and all the good writing that he's had across the board that I feel like this is out of character. I feel like, hey, why is he doing this? Like, no, I like, I, I, or, or build it up a little bit more. I'm not, I'm not buying it that much, you know? I still love the ending though. There's still things I critiqued about it, but I, I loved it. Oh, and just to quickly add, I want to, I don't want to, you know, fact check the fact checker. But actually, what 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 Batman asked the Mobius chair what was what's the Joker's true name? He at the end of this book, he says that he knew who the Joker was since the first week he met him. So why is he asking what's the Joker's true name? Like your argument, I guess, still holds. It can still be like because he knew there might be. I don't know, but I guess still, I didn't like the reveal. I would have True. loved for, for it to have just ended with Batman saying, yeah, I, we don't know, yeah, or something. And then like a scene that the kid and the mom is alive somewhere without Batman knowing. And it's a mystery for both Batman and the Joker. That's something they both don't know. But um, just because it started with that fucking question, you know, that makes yeah. me feel like, come on. Batman, From the you, Mobius chair. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, do you know or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we're always going to be divided. But the one thing that we could agree on is that it was an amazing event and it's definitely, yes. it, it, it addressed something that we've all kind of wondered over time. Like shit, how old is the Joker? You know what I mean? Like it kind of put something into perspective, but overall, um, even though our opinions are a tad split, the one thing we all are united on is the fact that the art was amazing and it was a great event to read. It has ups and downs, but those ups and downs were peaks and fucking valleys. Because good lord, that 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 was that was an amazing art to read. Yeah, I think it sets up a sequel too, right? Because Ooh. because Joker says that like you know he wants to now become like his worst trauma. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah. And I will say too, I remember when we first started talking about this a few episodes ago, Rod, you had mentioned that you saw that this was an epic story in the making, right? Like that this would gonna is going to eventually with time be one of those epic Batman stories, right? Like we keep mentioning the killing joke and that kind of stuff, right? Like that this book will be up there with that, right? And we were saying that we weren't going to know that until we know the ending for real. I, you know, with that, I think, yeah, I think so. I think still, like even it's the, we have divided ways of thinking about the ending. I still think as a whole, these three sto- uh, books, is it's going to be one of those up there classic yeah. Batman Joker stories. Word. Do we all agree on that or not? No, definitely. For I, sure. I agree. And on that note, something that rarely happens, we all agree on something. So that'd be a perfect way to cap off this amazing verbal audio adventure for all the fans out there. And guys, as always, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to serve with you gentlemen for the sake of keeping people informed, entertained in the real things that matter. For all the fans out there, keep coming back for more. I'm Chez. You and I'm Miguel. And I'm Rod. Peace out. We're the Legion. Deuces. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.